You're listening to a sermon preached at Cross and Crown in Melbourne. We believe that God speaks through the Bible and He calls us to preach the Word and proclaim His Gospel. We pray that as you listen, you will be strengthened to know, love and live for Jesus. Dear God, we're sorry for living as kings or queens of our own lives. Thank you for sending Jesus to die and rise in our place. Please save us. Amen. So, here's my observation. Christian or not, we all want to climb to the top, don't we? We all want to climb to the top, don't we? We all aspire to reach new heights. Now, for some of us, it could be scoring uh, the highest ATAR we possibly can, that that coveted 99.95. For for others, it might be climbing the corporate ladder and and making partner by the age of 30. And for others still, it might be sitting at the top of the leaderboard when it comes to uh, our fantasy football league, our breakdancing crew, or even our Maple Story class. You see, whatever it might be, We all want to climb to the top. Because when we're at the top, well, we're kept safe from the dangers below, aren't we? I mean, just think about it. If you've uh, ever seen one of those end-of-the-world apocalyptic movies, when a flood hits, where do the villagers run? That they flee to higher ground, don't they? That they climb up the mountain because being up here keeps us safe from the flood down there. In a battle between two warriors, there's nowhere safer than the high ground. You see, being at the top gives us safety, doesn't it? But it gives us more than just that. I mean, why do we we want to climb to the top of the corporate ladder so quickly? Sure, it gives me job security, but it also gives me significance, doesn't it? Kings and queens build their castles at the top of the hill because being up there allows them to rule over their people down here. There's something about being at the top that that gives us safety and significance. So if I'm at the top of my year level, my my industry, my fantasy football league, my breakdancing crew, I'm, I'm not one of them plebs. In fact, in fact, I rule the plebs. I'm king of the plebs. We all want to climb up to the top so that we can be kings of our lives. You see, all of us want to be in control. All of us want to be the master of our fate, the captain of our soul. So, so we climb to the top and think, if I'm at the top, then no one can bring me down. But I wonder, have you ever realized that no matter how high we climb, we can never climb high enough? No matter how high we climb, we can never climb high enough. We're we're like those villagers who flee up the mountain to escape the flood. But no matter how high we climb, the flood just keeps on rising. It's as if we're trapped in this cruel vertical rat race. No, no matter how high we climb, we can never climb high enough. So, right, we, we bust our guts climbing to the top of our school only to enter uni and go to the bottom of a whole new ladder. Or, 
what we once sat at the top of our graduate cohort, but now we're at the bottom of the senior associates being considered for partner. It's ironic, isn't it? Being at the top is supposed to give us security and yet we've never felt more insecure. We could have the highest bank balance and yet we find ourselves checking our bank accounts every few hours every single day. We, we could be the leader of our breakdancing crew and yet the very protege that we trained now, well, we're afraid that is going to surpass us. You see, no matter how high up the mountain we climb, the floodwaters just keep on rising. And every time we think we've arrived, we, we look up and realize how much further there is to climb. And we look down and realize how little we've actually climbed at all. If you've seen The Greatest Showman, you'll remember that famous Swedish singer, Jenny Lind. In 1847, Jenny Lind debuted at the Royal Haymarket Theatre in London. And my gosh, she sung so beautifully that Queen Victoria herself threw a bouquet of flowers at her feet. And it wasn't long before Jenny Lind reached the height of her success. J just listen to what the New York Tribune wrote about her. Quote, Jenny Lynn's first concert is over, and all doubts are at an end. She is the greatest singer we have ever heard. Wow, imagine that, the greatest singer we've ever heard. It's hard to imagine getting much higher than that. And yet, if you've seen The Greatest Showman, I wonder if you remember the song that made Jenny Lynn so famous in that movie. All the stars, all the shine of a thousand spotlights, all the stars we steal from the night sky will never be enough. Towers of gold are still too little. These hands could hold the world, but it'll, be, it'll never be enough. You know, that song, it highlights our problem, doesn't it? No matter how high we climb, it'll never be enough. We'll never be successful enough rich enough, skillful enough, or good enough. And, and even if we do reach the heights of, of a Jenny Lind, we, we, none of us can escape the one problem, the one fate that awaits us all. Because in the end, all of us will one day die. And nothing will ever be enough for us to escape that day. Because on that day, it won't matter whether we're a prince or a peasant, a high flyer or a bottom feeder, not, none of us can climb high enough to escape our final fate. You know, for all the tragedy that the coronavirus is wreaking across our world, it does bring home one fundamental truth, doesn't it? We can never climb high enough to escape the floods of death. We can never climb high enough to escape the floods of death. I have friends who live in London right now. And I wonder what it must feel like to see not just your friends contract a coronavirus, but your prince and your prime minister as well. It's got to be at least a little bit unnerving to realize that nowhere is safe. Not even a palace fit for a king. No ground is high enough to protect us from death. And so, 
For those of us who live as kings and queens of our own lives, surely now we realize that we are wearing nothing more than broken crowns. You see, we reign as kings today, but our kingdoms will fall tomorrow. John Donne writes this, Death comes equally to us all and makes us all equal when it comes. You see, death is the great leveler, isn't it? And no matter how high we climb up the mountain, we cannot escape the floods of death. All of us want to climb to the top, but none of us can ever climb high enough. Now, as bad as that news is, and it's pretty bad, I want you to know that it's actually what makes Easter the best news you'll ever hear. Because at Easter, we celebrate the most amazing reality of all. And it's this. Jesus reigns over the floods of death. Jesus reigns over the floods of death. You see, remember, we start at the bottom and we want to climb to the top. But in this psalm, we see, no, Jesus already sits at the top as king over this whole world. The the first three words of this psalm, it captures the hope of our whole world. The Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. You see, we can never climb high enough, but we don't have to. Because Jesus already sits on high. We can never be kings and queens of our own lives, but we don't have to. Because Jesus is king. And just like a king wears a robe in verse 1, we see that Jesus is robed in majesty and strength. See, the truth is, you and I, we're nothing more than royal imposters. We, we pretend to be kings and queens over our tiny and, and insignificant kingdoms, our careers, our marriages, and our hobbies. But Jesus is king over the whole world. That the world is firmly established, it cannot be shaken. You, you see, nothing can take Jesus off his throne. He is king over absolutely everything. But not just that, he's also king for all time. He's not just a school captain for one year or even an American president for four or maybe eight. No, your throne has been established from the beginning. You are from eternity. Can you see this? Jesus reigns as king over all things and for all time. And he reigns even over the floods of death. In verses 3 and 4, the psalmist paints the picture of floods and pounding waves that rise up in rebellion against King Jesus. That these waters represent disease, destruction and death. They're the floods that we simply can't escape from. These are the floods that just keep rising no matter how high we climb. These are the floods that in the end will consume us all. And yet, and yet verse 4 assures us that Jesus is greater. Greater than the roar of a huge torrent, the mighty breakers of the sea. There it is, the Lord Jesus on high is majestic. 
You see, Jesus reigns as king over every flood and even the flood of death. Nothing can take him off his throne. No no virus, no disease, and not even death itself. We all want to climb to the top, but we all start down in the floods below. But God has always been at the top, and he's always reigned over the floods below. And you might find this hard to believe when you look at the world around us. But right this very moment, Jesus is reigning from the highest of heights and nothing in this world is out of his control. I mean, what a comfort for us as Christians that the floods of this virus now, which which might be throwing our year 12 plans into chaos, they, they might be threatening the health of our parents and our grandparents, They might even be stealing away those graduate jobs that we so long for. But still, through every flood, Jesus is in control. And verse 5 tells us that God's testimonies are completely reliable. You and I, we, we can trust him. See, we might be down in the flood below, but we can trust the king in heaven above You see, at Easter, this weekend, this very day, we Christians celebrate not just that, but something even greater than that. You see, we start off at the bottom and we want to climb to the top. But Jesus starts at the top and he climbs to the bottom for us. He climbs all the way down. Just imagine The managing partner of a law firm takes the lift from level 57 of 101 Collins Street all the way down to the basement. And in the basement, he rolls up his sleeves and he does the work of a cleaner. I mean, we'd be shocked, wouldn't we? But imagine this now, that the king of the world takes the lift from heaven itself all the way down to earth. And on earth, he meets us in our flood. He takes on our humanity and he dies the death that we should have died. The king of life is consumed by the floods of death for you and me. It's as if we're running up the mountain away from a flood that we simply cannot escape. But Jesus comes down the mountain away from a heaven that was always his to enjoy. And here's where it gets even more amazing. You see, the very reason why we're down here is because we've rejected the God who is up there. That the reason why we're in the floods of death is because we've rejected the God of life. You and I, we live as kings and queens of our own lives and we have rejected Jesus as king over the whole world. It's ironic, isn't it? We want to be at the top of our lives. But in so doing, we condemn ourselves to the bottom of the ladder. You see, what we celebrate in Easter is this. The very king who reigns over the world, the very king whom we've rejected That king, he climbs down from heaven and he enters our flood. And even more than that, he's consumed by the floods of death for us. You know, over 2,000 years ago, 
God entered our world. He became a human being in the person of Jesus. For 33 years, he lived as one of us. And then he was crucified by the Roman Empire and died as one of us. Just think about that for a moment. The king of heaven willingly died in the place of an undeserving people like you and me. Now, if that's the end of the story, Jesus is a nice guy. But the truth is, he's nothing more than a carcass washed up by the floods of death. Just another body in the ocean. But I want you to know that that's not the end of the story. That's not the end of the story because three days after physically dying, Jesus emerges from the flood. He is raised from the dead and he defeats death once and for all. You see, Easter is so great because of this. Jesus didn't just die with us. He raised us to life with him. He didn't just enter the floods of death to find us. No, he exited the floods of death to save us. Jesus reigns as king over the floods of death because he emerges victorious through the floods of death. I mean, just think about it. He's the only human who has descended into death and actually come out the other side. And he didn't come out alone. No, he's dragged our dead bodies out of the water and he's raised us to new life. Jesus climbed down to us to bring us up with him. Jesus died with us so that we can live with him. I want you to imagine for just a moment, you're swimming down at Chelsea Beach about a hundred meters away from shore. And suddenly as you're out there, the clouds start to gather and the rain starts to fall. And before you know it, you're caught in a rip out at sea in the middle of a storm. You start to drown. You lose consciousness. You're unable to save yourself. And at that very moment, a lifeguard back at shore spots you from a distance. Now, he's safely in his beach house, unharmed by the storm. And he knows that if he's going to go out to save you, it will be at the cost of his own life. There's no doubt about it. And yet, knowing that he dives into the water, he swims out into the storm... But this storm is just too great. Its waves are just too big. And so both you and the lifesaver die. Now, if Jesus was just a man, all you'd have is another dead body. That would be the story of Good Friday without Easter Sunday. But I want you to know that that is not the end of our story. Because Jesus says, I am no man. I am God himself. No storm, no flood, and not even death can contain me. You see, no one who enters the flood of death has ever come out alive. Except for Jesus. He emerged from the flood and he didn't come out alone. He brought us with him. He took our death and gave us his life. 
He was buried with us so that we might be raised with him. And all we need to do is what any drowning person would do, right? Cling to the lifeguard. Cling to Jesus. Cling to the King. Admit it, we we can't save ourselves. Admit it that we're just a body floating in the ocean of death. But then hold on to the God who has entered our flood. Trust Him. Cling to Him. Have faith in Him. Follow Him. You see, we all want to climb to the top. But none of us can ever climb high enough. But friends, if you really want to climb to the highest heights of safety, then cling to Jesus. Cling to the King of heaven, because if you do, I can promise you, he will give you ultimate safety and true significance. And you know what? Even if you never climb the corporate ladder, even if your balance is remarkably low, Even if your protege surpasses you, you come last in fantasy football, who cares? It doesn't matter. Because King Jesus came down to earth to bring you up to heaven. He became like us so that we might become like him. If you're not a Christian, I'm really glad that you're here. And I hope you realize the hope that Jesus offers It's a hope that lasts beyond life and death itself. And it's a hope that Jesus is offering you right this very moment. He wants you, he longs for you to realize that you're in the floods of death and there's only one way out. And that way is through him. He died with you so that you might live with him. And all you need to do to accept that offer is to say three things. Three things to accept that offer. Here they are. Number one, sorry. Number two, thank you. And number three, please. Sorry for living as king or queen of my own life. Thank you for dying in my place. Please save me. And so in a moment, I'm going to lead us in that very prayer. And if you're not a Christian and you want that new life in Jesus, you want to accept it, you want to hold and cling to King Jesus who saved you out of the floods of death, then why don't you pray this prayer with me? I'm going to pray and after each line I'll pause so that you can pray those same words in the quietness of your heart. And after this service, if you prayed this prayer genuinely, then please tell the friend who brought you or message our Zoom account and we'd love to show you how to live out this new life in Jesus. Friends, I want you to know, we all want to climb to the top, but we can never climb high enough to escape the floods of death. But we don't have to because Jesus already has. Cling to him. Hold on to him. Follow him. Let me pray. Dear God, I'm sorry for living as king or queen of my own life. 
I'm sorry for rejecting Jesus as king. I'm sorry for living this life without you. Thank you for sending Jesus to meet me in my pain. Thank you for sending Jesus to die and rise in my place. Thank you for sending Jesus to rescue me. Please forgive me for my sin. Please save me from death. Please accept me as your child. Amen.